and welcome to Pedantic Hand Wavium, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. Uh, Jeff. Simon. You're a, you're a big fan of, of fan, fan, what's the word for that stuff that fans make? Fandoms? Nah, oh well, yes, but also... Fan wikis. Uh, close. When they write stories uh, about things that they like. Fan fiction. That's what I was looking for. You're a big fan of fan fiction, right? Uh, it's definitely something that i've read and listened to read sometimes huh wait I, you know what that was just a shot in the dark but what is your like what is your go-to universe for fan fiction you like a trekkie uh, you for like fan a... fiction i mean aside from my immortal uh i do enjoy how <laughs> yeah. we have we have discussed uh, how... your love of, of that author <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> Uh, but no, I do enjoy the, uh, especially in these spoopy times, as we record a little before Halloween, uh, the SCP Foundation. Ooh, the spoopiest. <laughs> <laughs> right? It is. It is the spoopiest. So, uh, so that's today's, that's today's episode, guys. It's, it's the SCP Foundation, for those, for those who don't, who don't quite uh know what that is it's it's really kind of difficult it's a fan fiction but it doesn't is it though i think it is i would describe it as a fan fiction because it doesn't Mm -hmm. but i guess you're right it doesn't really have like a universe that you're working on i mean it definitely does yeah but i'm just saying is it actually a fan fiction or is it actually a foundation that uh keeps all these terrifying and maybe not terrifying (laughs) things well, I think I think at the beginning of the show when we're describing what it is, we should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, I did kind of uh, tip my hand a little bit, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like it's user generated stories about items or creatures that are being held in containment by a foundation called the SCP Foundation, which I believe SCP just stands for Special Containment Protocol, right? Uh, secure, contain, protect? I believe that that is just their... Oh, maybe. Uh, what they say after the fact or something on the yeah, website? Yeah. Maybe. I, I believe it is just... That could be. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I, I have not done... Or I have not looked at SCP in a little while, as I am mm-hmm. a, uh... As you're a busy student? That's, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I was gonna go for. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it. It's just user-generated weirds. It's like it's almost like creepy pasta, but it's not funny. It's serious. Yeah, yeah, that's a good explanation. It's a serious creepy pasta. For those who know, creepy pasta is. <laughs> yeah, as we unpack creepy pasta, also. <laughs> but it's just it's just it's just stories of like weird happenings. It's kind of like a Twilight Zone esque. It's like yeah, it's like Twilight Zone fanfic, but without the Twilight Zone being a universe. without the moral in each episode <laughs> yeah yes yes very much so without the it's yeah uh i guess black mirror but it's it predates black mirror so mm-hmm. anyway so what we, what me and jeff are gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna randomly generate some scps and we're gonna try and we're gonna try and explain them on the on the on the spot so we don't know uh, what we're gonna get? Is it gonna be like a creature that can walk through walls? Is it gonna be I don't know a cabin that can't be tracked by GPS, but people who go into it feel refreshed? 
who's to say? <laughs> I, um, I think I need to ask part of the rules on this. Are we going to edit out the time it takes us to read the entry, or are we also reading the entry? I, I think we should. I think we should mic. just scan through the descriptions because sometimes so we, they're not. <laughs> so we have a general concept of what's happening and not actually understanding it to stay on brand. Uh, Got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go through like and look at this one. There's like abridged test logs. I'm not going to go through that. <laughs> I think, I think, I mean, if it takes too long, I'll edit it down for us to just, to, to like, to describe stuff or read just through it. Just dead air of trying to read. Yeah, but I, I think okay. that we could, like, we could pretty easily, we could pretty easily just get, like, a gist of what's going on. Um, I'm not, I don't think that we have to, like, really get in-depth into these things. <laughs> like, we don't have to be like, why is it described as cozy and inviting? Because it's cozy right. and inviting. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I, I think, do, do you want to randomly generate, or do you want me to randomly generate? Well, I just clicked random SCP. Okay, what's what'd you get? Um, it did give me the same thing that I was testing the last time I hit random SCP. Oh. So I don't know if this is a good randomizer. <laughs> oh, maybe. Uh, do, do, do I get a different uh, one? Yep, I am three for three, the same random SOP, or SCP. <laughs> SOP. We've been spending yeah. too much time at work. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, I have I have a good one. I have SCP-5216. Yep, that's the one. Oh, oh, let's, try and, <laughs> let's try and skip that one. Random SCP. Is it the same it, one it, again? It is because the same one. Me. Wait, this... <laughs> this is a really bad randomizer. But before it, it was randomizes getting... you to the same one page. This is insane, because before, like, I have gotten several random SCPs today, and <laughs> now it is only giving me... Maybe... Five, five two, one, six? No. need to write an SCP entry on uh, the SCP randomizer. Oh, there we go. The uh, yeah, yeah. At this specific <laughs> that, time, that's this episode. Us <laughs> writing a thing. Us just creating an SCP. Uh, I would, I would not be opposed to it. But you're right. I, I cannot not get this SCP. What is going on? <laughs> Even when I like come from out of the site, I still yep. get an SCP that is. The same one. The same one. It's so insane. This is crazy. Have we just, like, stumbled upon... An actual SCP? Well, not... Well, obviously, it's not. But it's gotta be, like... Can we go to a specific series? Okay, we could just do that. If I come from a different... It still gives me that. Anyway, so we could just do this. Uh, list... We have... I... We just do a list of all the SCPs and randomly grab one. All right, that works. Yeah, so how about this one right here? Scar tissue, SCP-481. Uh, it is... Oh, 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 those are the container procedures. That's... I don't care about that. Uh, it was uh, originally a cluster pattern of scars, roughly corresponding to a variably partial map of India. A part of India. They don't give me the specific area in India. It was redacted. Uh, yes. But it, it appeared on a woman. That's all I know. Uh, since at least sometime in the 1990s, uh, SCP has since spread to a different person who was an agent of SCP. 
when SCP first manifested on the woman, it appeared as a small series of crisscrossing scars that has been found to be corresponding to, again, that neighborhood. Uh, it's not, no one knows why it's being mapped, uh, but it's just a current, it's just a recreation of this town. So, so what, what is going on here? It seems like it's like a, uh, so, so this is the, this is what it is. It's, it's just a series of scars that are a map of this town. Right. Um, let's see, what is going on? So we don't, we don't. Sympathetic effects of the scars on the city are readily apparent. So it. It responds. implying that the, the scars and the city, like, are connected beyond just you know the shape that the scar takes yes yes uh i don't know i think it it must be the city to the scar i don't think you can change the scar and it changes and it the changes city. the city yeah like yeah. i don't think you're putting it says you yeah it says <laughs> as you expand the city the scar does grow okay i i was thinking like what if you like put like coconut cream or like like the like the skin skin ointment on the scar that like makes scars become less visible like <laughs> it goes away yeah it does like the entire town <laughs> the city just, just like, goes slowly away. vanish um well it does not seem to be the case because it says later uh someone who self-harms and adds to the scar uh does not reflect in the city and that scar goes away uh within 20 days huh. so it's definitely the the city uh on the influencing the scar scar. yeah yeah so it also says that uh it is hypothesized that self-inflicted damage is a compulsory response to violence and other crime in the city self-harm appears to be associated uh with high crime neighborhoods the thing is is that this is on this person's back right is on their back i thought it was on their back oh maybe it's not i think it's just there so here's the question what on the abdomen, okay. Um, this is crazy. Okay, so so I'm trying to think. Do we think maybe it's aliens? Um, <laughs> Just abducting this one person uh, and using them as a GPS? Uh, yes. No, I was thinking, like, what if it was aliens, like, trying to, like... I don't know, I had an I, an image of, like, a laser beam that they were using to cut out the shape of this. But I realized, why would they be doing that? Uh, That's a good question. <laughs> it's snowing outside. Um, huh. This is, this is so difficult. This is... I, I was not expecting this to be... Th- like, the for the first one to be like, this is a stumper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first one just, like, out the gate. Uh... Doesn't really leave a whole lot of meat on the bones to work with. Um, it is a city that is connected to a scar pattern that apparently can spread to different people. Yeah, so that makes me think, the fact that it can spread makes me think it's like a virus or a fungi or something like that. Right? That makes sense. It Yeah, something, something to that effect. I don't, like, I'm trying to figure out how a virus or... A fungus could have like a connection to the city and influence yeah the person um to like self-harm in sections of the city and like try to add to that bit of the scar i got it i got it i got it okay so there's 
uh, a company that is trying to create like a self-updating uh, like three-dimensional map of mm-hmm. the world. And they're like, okay, let's just take a city and let's just try and like create a map of the city that will update constantly. Um, okay. So it, it, it uses like like rate uh, uh, satellite imagery, and it connects it to like uh, either like a um, like I don't know if it's nano machines or if it's just like a, a fungi that has like a, a specific receiver, but it can receive the mm-hmm. information. And it builds the like it normally was supposed to be on just like a like a like a table or something like that where it builds like a shape of the city, but it escaped their their system and now mm-hmm. it is infecting humans. And every single time it does, it just creates a it, it's still connected to like the original. a new map of it. Yeah. yeah, I I like that. I like the idea of like the the nanobots um, having like a a connection to to satellite to make the map um uh i think and yeah that explains why when the city expands the scars expand and when the scars expand without the city they get like healed yeah um it just says like the the machines are you know healing the wound yeah they're, they're like trying um, to uh, they're trying to keep the city the, the map from being changed because they're like, mm-hmm. no, this, this doesn't um, exist. Yeah. Uh, I think the last point we need to kind of touch on with this one is um, it does say, like, high crime areas of the city. So, I... Like, do drive the person to, like, self-harm in those sections of the map. So, I was thinking, you know, maybe the original purpose of this map was to, like, track... Uh, like statistics, things like that, mm-hmm. and and the 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 high crime. So like whenever there's like a report of high crime, or there's like, you know, well whatever the whatever the original map was supposed to do, like it was just supposed to glow. But when it's put to a human being, it like causes like pain and itching and things like that that cause you to like want to claw at it. Want to claw it out? Yeah, yeah. that's. Exactly what I was thinking. So, cool. That's hey, we figured it out. We agreed right away on a thing. Right away, yeah. That one was. I think it was a little tougher because I realized we have to apply a narrative to make things make sense. Yeah. Okay. I got another one. All right. It's the Dream Catcher Spider, SCP four five two. SCP-452. Okay, the randomizer's working again. Oh, look at that. Uh, It's a a colony of uh, Latrodectus hesperus, or the Western American Black Widow, physically indistinguishable from normal spiders of its kind. SCP-452 has a preference to spin webs near areas where humans sleep, and when allowed to freely roam, will attempt to relocate if no humans sleep near its web for extended period of time over a week. Periods... Oh, it just wants to be friends with people. Yeah, it just likes to be around people. When a sleeping human subject within five meters of SCP uh, web enters rapid eye movement sleep, SCP-452 suppresses the subject's ability to dream, even in subjects with chronic dreams and or nightmares. Subjects upon waking generally report having had restful sleep, Though several subjects have also been reported feeling 
unusual, like they are missing something. Furthermore, if a specimen is used in this manner, bites any human within approximately one week from the initial event, the bitten subject will suffer vivid hallucinations <laughs> in addition to normal effects of spider venom. Uh, it was it was recovered uh, due to people like they found it because of these anomalous visions and like these horrible hallucinations. Um, so it's a spider that steals people's dreams using its webs. Another another. I mean, double. presumably its webs. It doesn't necessarily say that it's its webs, right? It just says it has to spin a web near. Uh, well, I mean, a uh, spider web is just its home. <laughs> so it could just be hanging out there. That's that's true. That is like true. to be to be near where the dreams are. That's a good a good point. Um, huh. Can we unpack chronic dreams? Is that yeah, a thing? Yeah. Like, oh man, I <laughs> had a dream again last night. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like, what happens. <laughs> like I I haven't had I guess so. So here's also the issue. Um, everybody dreams all every night. You have like. Everyone has, like, five to six dreams every night. Um, you just don't necessarily remember Yeah, them. yeah. So it, here's the thing. Is it is it chronic remembering your dreams? Or is it just referring to every person all the time? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, and oh. I also don't think that... Do you dream during REM? Uh, I think that's when you're supposed to dream because that's like the deeper sleep when you dream uh, yeah okay okay then that that is correct then um yeah so like it's it's clearly like an amnesiac like it it is what i am seeing this this doing in a more general mm-hmm. sense is it mm-hmm. is somehow blocking your memories of your dreams um yeah and then when it bites you it is it is. Un- it gives you the dreams back. Oh yeah, but it is unblocking the memory of those dreams. So you just get like a whole bunch of memories, like a whole bunch of like neural connections that get created at once, and that's what creates the vivid hallucinations. Mm. Because you're getting all like the sense memories and things back. Right. <clears throat> but how would they block dreaming? You know, that's or do we want to go the other way and say that they're like, stealing dreams? <laughs> assume that they're eating the dreams. Yeah, this is this is Gengar, uh, right? <laughs> you know, I I feel like eating the dreams is harder, but then you're saying that they're, that, they're, that they're like injecting the dreams. Not that they're injecting the dreams, but um, like part of the metabolic process. And, like, the, the creation of the Venom is they have, like, all of the, you know, the dream flavor <laughs> that that is added to the Venom. I, I, I okay, I, I think I get, like, you're saying that there's, like, like, when they inject, they're injecting, like, the code for the dreams to be perceived. Well, not even necessarily that, but, like, um, you know, based on, like, the food that they're consuming that you know, changes, uh, like, byproducts and whatever else that they produce. So in consuming the dreams, it, like, makes the, or adds, like, a hallucinogenic effect to the venom because uh, whatever aspect of the dreams that they eat, like, however it's metabolized. Okay. Um, 
So it's not like it's not like giving back the dream. It's just by consuming the dream, it makes them more like hallucinogenic. Gotcha. I I like this because you're right. It just says it just has hallucinations. It doesn't say that it has to be the the dreams that they have been stolen are the things that they are hallucinating. Mm-hmm. So so I have an idea. Uh, uh, I I I am thinking this kind of strangely I, I don't think it says it just says near um so i don't know how maybe how 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 close it needs to be however uh if it's if it's web maybe has like a metallic component to it and then it it has like a uh an electric field applied to it so it becomes like like a radar like a radio uh mm-hmm. array or like at least an electromagnetic array and then it 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 as there's like electrical activity, increased electrical activity in your brain, your it, it, it the web is pushed or pulled, you know, kind of depending on that, and because your brain has mm-hmm. to expend extra, um, extra energy to to do that. Essentially, it's like leaching the electrical activity from your brain and storing okay. it, and then and then the 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 spider, you know, maybe maybe it. it it captures like the physical movement or the, the electrical uh, uh, currents that are generated from this push and pull as energy. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the venom is just like a, something else. <laughs> it's just completely different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like they're obviously not actual like Black Widow spiders. They just look like. So, this. like they're yeah, they just look like it. Um, so, yeah, they could have whatever extra, like, knock-on effects with their venom. It doesn't have to exactly be a Black Widow's venom. Yeah, it's just whatever, uh, you know, it's just you just lose, like, that's just part of the, part of the thing. It's just part of the venom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, that was, a. Uh, I feel like that was a long, a long walk. <laughs> Very short. But you know, we got there in the end. That's so fine. Short glass of water. It's all good. <laughs> cool. Do you want to give us another random one? Uh, sure. Let me click if, if, on if it's gonna random be even more and good see eats. if it actually randomizes it. <laughs> uh, nope. It's just a different random one now. Uh, but yeah, let's go with this. Okay. We'll we'll see how it do. Uh, SCP one zero three five. Um, it is a pink woolen mitten, probably handmade, (laughs) intended for wear by a small child. Interviews with family suggest that another mitten of similar appearance was lost up to a number of months prior to discovery. Its current location and whether it shares the effects is unknown. It's difficult to determine the precise date and time that it began to manifest its effects, although extrapolation from... Currently available medical records suggest the effects began in late February 19-something. Man, they sure are burying the lead on what effects this has, <laughs> aren't they? They really are. <laughs> um, they want you to keep... It's, it's hooking, man. Everyone knows you gotta write these classified documents. It's Yeah, it's you gotta hook. get two paragraphs <laughs> in before you say <laughs> what it actually does. Exactly. Um... Uh, I mean, I guess I'll keep going. Maybe we'll find something. Um, okay, let's skip this garbage. So uh, far, just any organic. Just I found. I found it. It is three of 
four paragraphs in. Uh, any organic matter placed within the mitten begins to rapidly accelerate, enter a rapidly accelerated state of decomposition. Short-term exposure, uh, less than two hours, uh, is usually not harmful to human beings, uh, as the human immune system is generally able to cope with the effects. Visible symptoms will begin to be displayed after two hours of exposure, uh, blah, 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 uh, non-living substances, non-human life, and human subjects with pre-existing health conditions may experience different effects from the exposure, especially data expunged. Great. Uh, for a more comprehensive outline, look at this other chart. Huh. So it's, it's a, Um, it's a mitten that gets, that gets found after its partner gets lost. mm Mm-hmm. That then when you put anything inside of it that's organic, it rots. Yes. Okay. Uh, and a healthy immune system can prevent the rotting. Okay, it it feels like this is just like, it's just a one dude to someone who is just a real sicko who just keeps on giving this mitten to families. Like, they st- uh-huh. he steals their mittens, okay? And then okay, he yep. gives them back one of the two mittens that gets stolen, but he, like, fills the inside of it with, like, the, the necrotic venom of, like, uh, of, like, spiders or, like... A bacteria that 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 eats organic material. Okay. And, and that's just it. Like it's just. <laughs> so he like, let's see. Yeah. So whatever small like cuts or something that might be on the hand, you know, the ones that you find whenever you use hand sanitizer. Yeah. Um, or whenever you cut up yeah. peppers. Right. Uh, they just get directly like all all of the you know uh bacterias and whatnot that they added to to necrotize the flesh i suppose uh are just like as a powder inside the glove or something yeah yeah this is just a guy who's just real into biologic warfare and is a real sicko (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i think i i like the idea in that like with the route that you suggested because it it plays into you know if you have a healthy immune system then it doesn't seem to have as much of an effect or something yeah uh yeah they're generally able to cope with it so the process of turning bacteria into bacteria powder makes it like it, it inactivates less, a, a little bit yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it needs like more of a, a bacterial load to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I got a new one too. Hey, oh. is it the same one I got? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, no, mine's a stain on a wall. <laughs> oh, yep, that's the random one I got now. Oh, really? Yeah, four, four, three, nine. I I wonder if their random generator uh is based off of something that like updates on like the minute or something yeah yeah it's like seed mm-hmm. isn't isn't as uh isn't as variable as, as it maybe should be yeah uh should we do this stain on a wall i can't physically stop you okay and also if you want me to pull one up i also pulled up the stain on the wall 
Uh, so this is SCP-4439. It's a stain on a wall located in the second floor bedroom of a house on the outskirts of some place in Missouri. Uh, the size of the stain is approximately 10 centimeters in height and 50 centimeters wide. That's pretty big, actually. Uh, yeah. It's located on the bottom of the easternmost wall of the room. Uh, the stain is equal is able to expand or shrink itself on its own accord, reacting to the physical presence of human beings or lack thereof. In isolation, SCP-4439 begins to spread across all hard surfaces at a rate of one meter per hour. In the presence of a human adult, however, SCP-4439 becomes docile, gradually shrinking back to its original size and shape. Uh, laboratory tests indicate that SCP-4439 is comprised of soot, dust, skin cells, and traces of human blood. <laughs> what? I, yep. I was so hoping we were going to get ones that were like, this is a crocodile that can walk through walls. And instead we've got <laughs> nothing but things that are like... No, instead we have weird biological warfare mittens and, like, slime molds. I'm pretty sure this is just a slime mold. I think mold. this is just a slime mold. I think the person who just did the, did the analysis... Of what it was comprised of is just real bad at their job. Uh, <laughs> it was dust, and then also everything that is in dust. <laughs> so I think. <laughs> how about this? How about this? I think it's. I think it's a slime mold. I agree with this. Uh, that like grows and shrinks. However, I think that it is one that that rapidly dies, like it rapidly decays, um, mm-hmm. and that is why whenever you it's tested. It, it, it's already yeah, just dead. You just get post. soot and dust. Yeah. 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 You just get like a bunch of like garbage. <clears throat> mm hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's um, just a slime mold. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking at the, the discovery section of it because it does involve a lot of people screaming, apparently. It does. Um, the homeowners scream. Uh,. Search the house, few drops of blood on the bedroom floor, uh, and then a child is crying, and this is just a slime mold. <laughs> this is, that's what it is, it's a slime mold. Cool, I'm, I'm... Upon, yeah, upon entry to the house, spread over the most of the interior, uh, second floor appeared to be a point of origins, which I guess, yeah, I mean, when it has a food source, it, like, uh kind of coalesces on the food source and that's like people like the gross human leavings that people leave like just by existing and yeah blood. yeah yeah it's just a slime mold <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see if i can get a different scp this time nope still still the slime mold <laughs> Uh, still, still a slime. Okay, go back to my list of... <laughs> we, we have to find SCPs that take longer to explain than slime mold. Yeah. So that we can get a new random S- SCP. Uh, well, I'm gonna do Series 2 SCP called The Wailing. Do, do you want to do lowest rated pages? Uh, we could. I feel like lowest rating would give us some... Just hot garbage? Yeah, I kind of, I, I actually think that that's a good, a good one. Lowest rated pages. Uh, do we want to randomly choose from this, or do we want to just? Because these are all the SCP numbers, so I don't know what they actually mean. Yeah, no, I don't know. I just picked the, uh, which which one did I click on here? The top lowest rated page. The ones that are which is okay. five nine four nine, 
with a minus 16 rating. Yeah, it's an object class Keter. Keter? (laughs) I think Keter. I've heard it... Both ways. Pronounced Keter. That's what we got. It is kept in a room. It is a black storage chest that is point... 6 by 0.4 by 0.3 meters. I feel like so they could have used a different like, measurement like than centimeters. Like yep, it's that's 60 the one. by 40 by 30, <laughs> which means it's yeah. like an inch by an inch by 2 inches about. Uh-huh. Um and it doesn't have to be that big uh because inside is uh cannabis rolled in paper or as they call it in the industry a joint or a roach or a J or any other number of things uh so over 300 seconds has passed since the subject has had any cannabis like they demanded to have so it, it just compulsory makes you want to smoke cannabis is that what this does yeah I think so uh anyone that's five meters will feel nauseous and desperately be asking for cannabis. Uh, After some time has passed, they will act emotional and persuade staff into letting them into the containment chamber. Uh, After 600 seconds pass, the subject will start acting aggressively and belligerent, uh, causing them to become indignant and will be aggressively and will be aggressively and interrogate for cannabis it's gotta be interrogated that doesn't make sense (laughs) wait aggressive that also doesn't make sense (laughs) i think the uh i think someone just like ran out of weed yeah and they were like boy i really want some weed (laughs) oh let's see what else we got after 1200 seconds being restricted from the chamber they'll try to break into the chamber uh, will be more resistant and insusceptible until they are less than two meters apart. Uh, it's okay. Okay. So it doesn't say that people know that uh, cannabis rolled in paper is in the SCP. So uh, it would have to be like, but it does projecting something. But it does this the the uh this when the subject takes SCP five nine four nine it will be automatically lit for the subject to smoke. The subject will then smoke SCP whatever uh with no control of themselves. Once the subject will has smoked, they will collapse. A black a thick black acid of unknown substance will incapacitate the subject until they ha- are submerged and corroded. Uh, then they enter the cannabis dimension. <laughs> uh Uh, the the subject sees a lot of cannabis uh but they have like they're foggy and they're disoriented uh uh the subject sees the what the second i think someone had a bad trip yeah this is this this is kind of what that sounds like uh, oh, so they, they okay, here we go. Bad writing tips, guys. Do not introduce a character without describing them and then describe them later on. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't work. Right. Uh, so apparently there's a humanoid that will stab you in the bladder with a pitchfork. So just that just is what it sounds like. This is just like a, a really... It, it, 
You're right. We don't know if it's cannabis. It just doesn't sound like weed. Right. Um, it sounds like this is just a really bad drug that you shouldn't be taking. <laughs> but that's like highly addictive and, and alluring. We thought that mm-hmm. this was well, be- and that's um trying trying to uh set the just real good writing aside. Um, I think it starts out with if you are close enough to it, you will feel nauseous and desperate desperately be asking for cannabis. It doesn't say that the person knows that there is mm. cannabis or presumably cannabis in the SCP. Uh, it also doesn't say if that person smokes doesn't. Like, normally anyway. So uh, the SCP somehow has to be influencing someone to to want uh, uh, to smoke, I guess, because it automatically becomes lit if you take it. Yeah, um, I think, so, so my, my guess is, um, that, uh, is that there's, like, a pheromone or some kind of chemical that uh, the person is breathing in that is, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's like Narcan, like, it's like, it's like reducing their, um, ability to make endorphins and, and, and maybe, like, Mm -hmm. serotonin or something like that. And mm-hmm. and so they they start just wanting just anything that will give them that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just and, and it does this so that the person will open the box and mm-hmm. it, yeah, because if it. they're just that desperate, they're just opening whatever containers to see if they can't find stuff. Yeah, and and once they do they smoke it and it's just another biologic weapon and it just and as soon as they yeah. do it just it liquid it jellyfies their body um, <laughs> that, that's the technical term yeah I, a, a thick black acid of unknown substance will incapacitate the subject until they are submerged and corroded so it seems like it just like eats the person from the inside out um and mm-hmm. then this cannabis dimension thing is just like their hallucinations as they slowly die. Yeah, I think the cannabis dimension is definitely just in the like the person's mind oh, after they for sure they do the thing for sure. Um, it doesn't specify if like after you close the box, if there's a new joint there or if they have to like put a new one in. <laughs> yeah, it it doesn't explain that either. I think they probably have to put a new one in. It also doesn't specify, like, how do they know about the cannabis dimension if no one can really get out of it. I think they do get out of it, right? Uh, no, it's it says that this humanoid, this the second half of this SCP, uh, drags people into it. Oh, yeah. Immense pain before they're deceased. Yeah. So it seems like people are just dying. and Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, that was actually more simple than I thought it was going to be. Let's let's mm-hmm. avoid the lowest rated pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're uh, lowest rated for a reason. I learned they are okay. I got a new one. God, it's another safe containment class. <sighs> That's fine. I wish I could just look up 
by by danger because I want a dangerous one. I want one that's like so incredibly dangerous. I think we did one or two of them, didn't we? That are dangerous. Yeah, now, they were containment level Euclid, which was like they were like, yeah, don't mess with it, but like it's probably fine. Oh, you want like the the one that is an actual vampire or the like the highest rated like the statue thing that eats you yeah do we want to hit a fan favorite like one of the ones that everyone knows sure i it's up All to right, you I, I have a pipe organ that was played by johans Bach. <laughs> yep that's the same random one if you want to start on that while i figure out which one is that statue that eats everybody or like the stairwell one okay so this description is it's a pipe organ uh that that was played by johann sebastian bach before being transported by german immigrants from pomerania to the united states uh this is scp 5710 uh the scp contains the church that was constructed by the immigrants uh, known as St. John's Lutheran Church in Wisconsin. Wait, okay. The anomalous properties of the of the SCP is that it, it manifests when the composition from the Bach Works catalog is played to completion within the St. John's Lutheran Church. The first person to exit through the main door of the church following the completion of the work will, will enter a temporal spatial anomaly they will be displaced in time and space, exiting the church attended by Bach on the Sunday following his final revision to the piece played on that organ. The displaced person will exit the church just following J.S. Bach. Um, and then it has been deemed safe. Uh, I mean, do you get to come back? Or are you just like... <laughs> That's what I'm reading. I want to... Walk out into a different time. And it's like, yeah, sure, it's fine. It's safe. <laughs> yeah, just now you live in the eight, in the 19th century. Uh, <laughs> 1800s. Well, one second. But... Comments by Bach. So I guess they're talking to Bach also about it? Yeah, the effects of the works only manifest in those who hear the work while it's just being played. Uh, so, like... If you're listening to 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 Zeit on Don Harnish Goats, uh, it's the pain tolerance of those who hear the work is increased. Uh, you know, like counter programming to pieces <laughs> to see through mimetic censoring. Listeners are forced to retreat away from confidential information. Uh, so this seems like So it has like yeah, it has some sort of This sounds like the brown note. To be honest, yeah, like some kind of like some kind of like auditorium emetic device that causes you to vividly that affects hallucinate. your your brain function, yeah, so that you are you know phobic to hearing confidential information or yeah, uh, counter programming pieces see through memetic censoring. What a throwaway <laughs> sentence that is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Listeners perceive enemy forces to be ten times larger than they actually are. It seems like, yeah, it seems like this is like, like it's like a, a a programming device for the brain. Like it does, like kind of like hypnosis effect in very specific ways. But mm-hmm. because it's and that, yep, I I think plays into because it looks like they are interviewing Bach here. 
uh, with each of the each of the pieces oh. that are played. Oh, you're right. So I think that it is just like some some sort of effect, and you like explain it away in your mind by like uh, kicking it with Bach for the day. Yeah, that's exactly what you do, though. You just kick it with with Bach for a day. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. It seems like nobody at the SCP really has, like, done a whole bunch of work on what's actually going on. I mean, that's that's why we're here, Simon. To, to fill in the gaps. I guess so. Uh, this has, like, a log of the interviews with Bach. That's kind of crazy. Anyway, did you find the staircase or the thing in the bobber? Uh, yeah. Do you want to do the thing in the bobber? Because it's... Uh, well, it's actually about as long as the staircase. Um, but you want it dangerous. And if there's one that's dangerous, it's SCP-173. Um, which is... Uh, let me get a description. Uh, is constructed... It's like a statue thing with a big old bloody head. Oh. Uh, it is constructed from concrete and rebar with traces of Krylon brand spray paint. Uh, it is animate and extremely hostile. The object cannot move while within a direct line of sight. Line of sight might not must not be broken at any time. Uh, personnel assigned to enter the container are instructed to alert another uh, before blinking, object is reported to attack by snapping the neck at the base of the skull or by strangulation. Uh, in the event of an attack, personnel are to observe class 4 hazardous blah blah blah. Um, personnel report sounds of scraping stones originating from within the container that it's stored in when no one is present. Uh, it's considered normal. Uh, any change should be blah, blah, blah. The reddish-brown substance on the floor uh, is a combination of feces and blood. Origin of these materials is unknown. Uh, enclosure must be cleaned out bi-weekly. Ha. Ha. So it's a statue that can't move when you look so at it. So it sounds literally the exact same thing as the Weeping Angels. Weeping Angels? Yeah. Uh, I mean, except it does commit murders instead of sending you back in time. Ah. And it does somehow cover the bottom of its container in blood and feces. Hmm. So that's probably fine. Is the blood and feces from the person it just killed, or is it generating the blood and feces? Uh, I think it has to be generating the blood and feces because they have to clean it out every other week. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. This is a toughie. Um, right? I think I think the way that we describe the uh, Weeping Angels, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I, uh, I think we described it like it was like a camouflage. Like mm-hmm. they, like it wasn't a particularly intelligent creature and it was, it kind of like was like an opossum where it like, yeah, played, it just froze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is kind of crazy. It It is made of concrete and rebar? It is made out of concrete and rebar. So no organics. So, so yeah, presumably no organics. Hmm. Maybe, so I'm wondering, like, how it could move without, like, cracking. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, okay, so I... Because apparently it can. 
how I'm seeing this is that it's it's the the rebar is acting like joints. Um, so here we go. The rebar followed by a long pause. Followed by a long pause, the <laughs> sign thinks about the words. Uh, so the rebar is being moved by like a uh, 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 manipulation of an of a magnetic field. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the reason it's moving in like a, it's not like bending like as you would think rebar would, where it like just like bends wherever, just so that it's like the lowest, the lowest uh, uh, what's the word? Energy. So it just kind of like bends so that whatever is closest to the magnetic field comes to the magnetic field. Instead, it its joints, the concrete that makes up the joints, is slightly mm-hmm. weaker. It's it's actually set less than the concrete okay. that makes up like the the long bones or 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 like the yeah yeah like what, what we would on the human body consider the points that don't move <laughs> right <laughs> and and i think it, it probably has like like what, what we would see of as like osteo uh osteocytes so the the cells that make bone mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. It has like osteocytes that make concrete at those joints, so it's constantly okay. like destroying its own, um, its own self, self, and then like recreating and, like, it, and like that's kind of how it moves. And that, yeah, that lines up with the hearing of sounds of scraping stone. So it's just moving, like looking for something to eat or yeah. kill. I guess it doesn't eat them. I don't. It just murders people. It just murders people. So maybe it's just very scary. Yeah, right? So it's like moving around on its own accord uh, when it isn't being seen. And it just continually healing those those joints. Yeah. Uh, Um, I don't know where the blood and the feces come from. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I was just going (laughs) to ask, where does all the blood and feces come from? I... So the the thing I was coming up with was that maybe the blood and the feces is just like the waste product of all of the the making of concrete. Um, but I don't know why. <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like what it is like eating to be able to make all of the concrete and blood and feces byproduct. Yeah, because like if you're thinking like, oh, maybe it's just like consuming like stuff out of the out of the air mm-hmm. why does it why is it making blood and feces <laughs> so like there's uh-huh. there's two ways uh-huh. of thinking of this either it's making the blood and feces as a byproduct of its own metabolism or whatever it's eating contains blood and feces and it is expelling it as a waste product um um yeah i guess i don't think they like it doesn't mention feeding it anything, so I have to imagine it have to be a byproduct of its own metabolism. That's what I was thinking too, but then I'm thinking, why, like, hemoglobin is such a complex molecule, why is it the... <laughs> what it yeah. has as a byproduct? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Ooh. some sort of Sorry. biological way of making concrete would also be kind of complex. That's true. So that's, that was my original, like, I was thinking maybe the process of, like, if it ate the people it killed, then it'd be like, maybe it's just, like, throwing away the blood and the feces. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, using, like, the bone, essentially, to make concrete. Because uh, mm-hmm. it needs silica, you need silica and a bunch of other stuff 
like the majority of, of concrete is just sand and like log chain organics. No, that's asphalt. I don't know what concrete's in. I know it's sand and it's something else. Uh, I should because technically I'm a civil engineer, but <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually done any civil engineering in my entire life. Uh, right. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess. So, so here's the thing I was thinking. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how animals will poop when they're scared as like either a way of like lightening the load or like or deterring yeah uh predators from attacking them. yeah maybe that's what mm-hmm. it is maybe this is just like a creature that's always scared like it, it yeah i i think that plays in well uh especially with what you were saying earlier as the camouflage um it just like murders so that it doesn't get predated on and murdered itself yeah and it just has like several it has camouflage it also will be like okay these are gross things i'm just gonna leak them constantly <laughs> but then it's also like okay if right. something's gonna get through my camouflage and then also get through my gross stuff i'm just gonna kill it because clearly it doesn't care because it has any other option yeah. well it's locked in a room yeah so it doesn't have any other options so yeah it's i cornered. like that that works yeah well that was fun See? Yeah. What? Killing a... Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm on a completely different one. This one is apparently object <laughs> class safe, but that there's a line in it that says that it, uh, it, it kills a person before their birth. Alright. Which makes me think that maybe it's not, so, not safe? <laughs> <laughs> right. And if you're like, oh, well, only if you direct this SCP at something does it kill someone before their birth. I'm like... I don't know if I would consider, like, yeah, if I shoot someone, they're dead. <laughs> I don't consider a gun safe, though. <laughs> like, Right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think that's I think that's good. I think we've done, we've done enough. Yeah, we've... Oh, hey, that's been an hour. Yeah, it's been an hour. That one was quick. Yeah, here's a... This is so crazy, man. There's so many crazy things in this site. Yeah, like just like the the breadth of of it, the breadth of materials and objects that are added. I just came across one. So we had that mitten before. I just came across one that was a uh, a Tunisia Sahara class siege cannon built in the Tibetan mountain range of Chad. <laughs> <laughs> it is a German. It's a design similar to the German Big Bertha Howitzer. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was our that was our show. That was our podcast about SCP. Yeah. Uh, if you see one of these things in the world, uh, don't run away. Yeah. No, no, do run away. <laughs> <laughs> don't approach them. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. Feel free to we enjoyed having you, listener. Yeah. Uh, feel free to like and subscribe to us on all of your podcasting apps, uh, except for Podbean. <laughs> uh, except for the one Simon uses. Uh, what else we got? Uh, we're on. We have a website, website. pedanticandwavium.com. You can go there, give us show suggestions, mm-hmm. or just chat. You know, tell us how your day's been. Yeah, tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you don't like about the show. Uh, we always like getting feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else? We're we got? on Twitter. Twitter at p handwavium. Yep. 
speaking of we got a YouTube. Yep, we got YouTube. All of our shows are also on YouTube. Uh, just in case you want to like tell someone, because uh, you definitely do want to tell someone about this podcast. And they're like, yeah, the, I don't want to do a podcast yet. You could be like, yeah, but do you want to fall asleep to two people talking? Watch it on YouTube. <laughs> uh, I say that because I know several people who are like introduced to podcasts that way. Maybe my brother. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What else? What else do we have? Is that it? Uh, well, I mean, we did list like seven things. And by seven, I mean like maybe three or four. But those are a lot of internet presences. Yeah, yeah. And and you should just keep on, keep on keeping on. Keep on listening. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I'm, I'm out of ideas. So I think that's, I think that's the end. <laughs> uh, what else? We got, we got Joe Sobchak. Oh, there you go. Who made the, the music. We can, thank, we can thank that fellow. Thank you, Joe Sobchak, for the theme music. Yep. And... Um, I think that's it. I believe it. that is it. I knew I was forgetting right. something, man. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yeah. Well, goodbye, listener. Goodbye. We enjoyed having you. Yeah. Good night. We love you. Bye.